0: have a person that's pretty close to me in my life. His name is Bryant. He's my second son and he's been gone for a number of months. He's been over on the West coast, California. Some of you might've heard of California. Some of us are becoming more familiar with California. You know, I've never been there before. in the last two years, I've been there twice and we'll probably be going there more often now that, that I have, uh, Attachments out there. But Brian's been out there. He's been going to the Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry for the last few months, starting uh, in early September. And he's going to continue. He flies out tomorrow to head back. And I just want to give him an opportunity just to share uh, what God's been doing in his life. And so, Brian, come on up. It's up? <laughs> I really don't like my voice on the microphone, so my dad got me to come up here and talk. Um, I'm a little bit tired. It feels like I stayed up like midnight, you know, for like New Year's or something almost. Uh, it's kind of weird. Um, it kind of funny actually. I'm gonna share this quick story. So I hung out with uh, Ryan Frost and some other people for New Year's this year, and um, uh, we were gonna have a bonfire, right? But it's like super windy last night, you know, and uh, it's it's you know it was just crazy windy and. We were, I was like, we can't have a bonfire outside because, you know, it's like, the ashes are going to blow everywhere and we're going to like start a forest fire and it would be a bad idea. So we, um, we have this treehouse that we have built and so I was like, hey, let's build a fire in this treehouse, you know. It's like shielded from the wind and stuff and it'll be warm and we'll get like some pop and, you know, have a good party. And so we get like this bucket and we fill it with wood and we pour gasoline in it and then... <laughs> That's always like a bad way to start a story, and then Ryan lights it on fire. It's like whoosh! It's like it doesn't blow up, but it's really big. So we're enjoying the fire; it's really cool. And and I kind of forget to um realize that when you burn wood, it smokes, and if you don't have any like open windows or anything, it's just gonna get thick in there. And so we're in there. Next thing you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe, and like my eyes are watering. And we're just sitting there. It's just like this thick smoke cloud that's just like. Anyways, New Year's resolution is I'm gonna start thinking. I guess <laughs> it didn't last very long. We ended up putting it out, but um, anyways, um, yeah, I go to school at uh, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. It's um, it's a school that like uh, it's kind of hard to explain. It's um, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Basically, what they teach is ministry, but they teach you to take it into the in the supernatural form, like um, not only just walking up to people and being like, hey, you know. I know Jesus, do you know Jesus? You know, give your life to Jesus. We they teach us to to uh to witness to people using this using the spiritual gifts, uh, you know, like prophecy, um, words of knowledge, healing, stuff like that. And so, um, you know, usually we'll look for, you know, people with cast or, you know, and stuff like that and we'll walk up to them and be like, Hey, you know, God loves you so much, he's gonna heal you and then most of the time he does. It's been it's been pretty sweet actually. It's been a good time to see my faith grow and um, you know, I've been on a lot of mission trips with my dad and stuff, and um, you know, just seeing what God what God's done on the mission trips has been just a great faith builder to go into school like this and just like to see what He does. You know, me being on my own and it's been it's been quite a, a faith builder and like it's been it's it's really given me a chance to um, to see how much of a dad God really is to us. You know, and um, I I'm sure you know a lot of you guys remember when you guys first went out on your own. You know. When you're first 18 you go out on your own and I remember we, we get to Reading and my dad my dad drops me off and you know he gets me set up in my house and uh, I got my moped I got 20 bucks in my pocket and I got groceries in my house and I'm just like okay you know and school wasn't paid for yet not all the way um, and uh, and the dad was like okay Brian me and your mom love you you know and they drive off and then I'm like cool and then the, the, uh, the reality hit me oh my gosh I'm by myself <laughs> You know, and I was like, My moped breaks down, I can't call dad to help me, you know, it was just it just the reality hit me and I kinda of went into a panic mode. I was like, Oh my gosh, no, I'm gonna die, you know, and I'm two thousand miles away and um and then that's when when God was like, I'm gonna show you that I'm your daddy now and I was like, Okay, cool and that was like the first time I heard God in Reading. I was like I can just remember that he was like, I'm gonna show you that I'm your dad and I was like, Okay and that gave me peace and it was like, cool, cool. Okay. I was like, okay, guys, so I need some money. You know, I need, I need the rest of the money to get to school. I need, uh, you know, I need friends. I didn't know a single person, you know, so I was like, I need some friends. I need, you know, just somebody to talk to, you know. And so, you know, I go to my house, and I'm kind of living life. You know, I go to a few, you know, parties and stuff, and, you know, just having some, you know, having fun. And I'm, I'm still like $500 short of uh, going to school, and it's two days before school starts. Now, if I'm five short, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, I have no probably have food money, I don't have enough money for school, you know, how am I, and then so I, I kind of started playing the game, I was like, okay, God, if I don't get the money for school, I'm joining the military, I'm just going to the military, you know, because that's what I wanted to do before, you know, if, if I don't get the money for school, I'm joining the military, so, you know, it, you just wasted a bunch of my time bringing me up here, and, you know, kind of started going through all that, and uh, uh, the day before school started, God said, you need to sell your moped to pay for school, I'm like, what, like, no, I'm not selling my moped, that's my only way to get around town, and he was like you know put it on craigslist and so i was like ah okay so i put my moped on craigslist uh five minutes later someone calls hey i want to buy your moped i'm like Ugh, i don't want to sell you my moped but okay so i i like i meet him he meets me at bethel church and he's like wow this is a nice moped you're selling it for real cheap i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like he's like why are you selling it well I'm, i was like well i'm going to school here and i'm you know short on tuition he was like, "Ah, oh, dude, that's a bummer." And he was like, "Well, let me call you. Let me call you tomorrow and let you know." I'm like, "Tomorrow's when school starts, you know." But I didn't say that, you know. I'm just thinking this, and, and um. So I get a I get a text that day, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and pay for the rest of your tuition, and you can keep your moped." So God totally just paid for my paid for my tuition right there, um, which was a uh, yeah. It's, which which i uh, will he paid for the the minimum to get in you need $2000 to get into Bethel um, so he paid for that so i get into school and so if i wouldn't have put the bike on craigslist you know i never would have gotten the $500 and so i was like you know yay god so that was exciting you know and then um you know another test another time um you know when that happened you know i kind of always make fun of the israelites for getting freed out of slavery and you know getting bread and water and they're still grumbling and complaining, you know, and I'm always like, what idiots, you know, they, God provides for them all the time and they still complain. And, and, uh, so the next month came and I just, I still don't have a job. You know, I, I have no money. Rents do, and then tuition payments do. And I'm like, I have no money. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? God, if you don't provide, I'm doing the military. And you know, just the whole, the whole thing all over again. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And and then God's like do you trust me to provide I'm like yes I do but you know and so I kind of call my dad I'm like dad you know I trust God's gonna provide you know and he's like yeah and so um the day the day rent is due and tuition is due on the same day which I don't know why but it is and um, I have no money I have zero dollars and zero cents and my dad shoots me a text message and was like hey Brian we're sending you a little bit of money to help um, I'm like okay cool and um. And, but, you know, I, was, I went to school, and I was kind of, like, kind of stressed out still. And I was like, oh, I still need umpteen hundred dollars for rent and stuff. And so I get to school, and I go to my revival group. It's like, you know, this little small group. And uh, we're in there. And um, my revival pastor was like, hey, guys, Bryant needs financial support. Let's pray for him. So I stand up, and they start praying for me. And then before I know it, people start, like, throwing money at me. Just, like, 20s and money, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, sweet, you know, this is awesome and then they start putting it in my hands, my pocket and um and they were just like, you know, be blessed, you know, and God bless you and I get home and it covered it covers it covered my rent for that month, tuition for that month, and then rent for the next month and then tuition for the next month. So God totally just gave me two months of living expenses just right on the spot, like the last minute when God needed it. So yeah. Uh, and so, you know, after that, it was just kind of like it's just, it's been kind of just like a faith journey, you know. Like, um, I had a temporary job over the um, Thanksgiving holiday. God blessed me with a job, and um, he helped me pay for finances for those months and stuff. But um, but this me being at Bethel has been such a faith journey because it's just like I'm learning to trust God, you know. Ultimately, to uh, you know, supply all my needs and stuff. And when I left, I was like, man, this is so risky. I'm learning, I'm trusting in God, you know, and not my earthly dad and. And I was like, it's like, it's more risky to trust in your earthly dad than it is to trust in me, you know? He's like, I have everything, you know? And I'm like, that's true, but, you know, it's, you know, it just, you know, your mind plays on you and stuff, and, but it's been so good, um, uh, you know, going to school, um, one of the ministries I'm in is, uh, is the skate park, so basically what I do is, I, I can't skateboard, I, like, longboard and stuff, and, but, uh, I, they signed me up for the skate park ministry, and what it is, is, um, we just skate with the kids, and, uh, um we we don't approach the kids like and we're like you need jesus basically what we do is you know it's a skate park so accidents happen you know it's just it just it just happens you know so we're skating and a kid will do some stupid trick and then sprain his ankle and and then you know we see it we're like okay and so we go up and like hey you know what dude god loves you so much he's, you know we're gonna show you that you know he's gonna heal your ankle you know and then they're like no way you know these are you know junior high high school kids and and then they're, they're all like, you gather around, and then you pray for them, they're like, oh my gosh, my ankle, how'd you do that? You know, and they're like freaking out, because their ankle's better, you know, and, and they were like, you know, the guy who did that, he wants to have a relationship with you, you know, and, and um, then, you know, that, uh, like, opens doors, and we get to, like, lead kids to Christ, so that's, that's the ministry I'm in at Bethel, and it's, um, it's one of the coolest things. I'm looking forward to the next semester, because the next semester I get to uh, do a lot more hands-on ministry, and um, I'm, act- I'm going to uh, Canada in March, yeah, March, um, and for a mission trip, we're going to actually go to a church um, up there. I don't know where in Canada, but it's up there somewhere. And um, we're actually going to we're actually going to take a, about ten people, and we're, gonna, we're going to we're going to basically the goal is to spread the revival that's happening in Reading to this church. And so um, they're actually uh, deploying uh, teams all over the world, like every nation, like everywhere. And so I'm blessed to be on the Canada team. Um, and so basically the mission for Canada is just to bring that revival to the church, um, in Canada that we're going to. And, um, I'm totally looking forward to that. You know, that's one thing, that's one of the things that we've, um, that we're learning to do is, you know, to be, to be a carrier of God's presence, you know? And, um, you know, one of the, one of the most important things that I've learned at the school is on how, you know, God, God wants to have a personal relationship. And, you know, I grew up in a Christian home, you know, I grew up in this church and grew up hearing this and, um, you know, for me, you know, when, they were, when I was told, you know, you need to have a quiet time, you need to spend time with God. For me, I almost took that as just kind of a religious thing, kind of like a repetitive thing I would do, just go through the motions, you know. And, you know, one thing that God's revealed to me, you know, is that, is that um, you know, no matter what kind of ministry school you go to, no, no matter how, how, how good the ministry school is, no matter, you know, how good of a Christian home you're raised in, you know, no matter how much, even how much you read your Bible, you're never going to start acting like father god until you spend time with him and and so and that's one things in my life when i was wondering you know why why can't why can't why am i not acting more like you god and he's like you need to spend time with me and then i was like well it can be just so boring sometimes you know and he was like well how would you spend time with your earthly dad you know i'll go bowling play ping pong and and then he told me he's like go longboarding with me i'm like okay you know so i i get my jesus culture headphones in and i just go off in the neighborhood go longboarding and just you know spend time with him that way and it's uh it's it's been so good because it's it's not you know for me it's just you know sitting on my bed and just you know folding my hands you know to me that just it just got kind of repetitive you know and in reality you know god wants to spend time with us just like we would spend time with earthly father you know even though we can't see him you know um he still wants to spend time with us you know it you know it doesn't say in the bible that we have to you know get on our hands and knees and you know spend time with god that way you know which which is is a good way to spend time with him you know at times for me but for me most of the time when i'm just wanting you know chillax with dad you know i just you know go longboarding or take a walk or run or something and um you know just something god lit in my heart you know before i came up here is i feel like you know there's even some people here that like they're they're spending time with god you're spending time with god but at times you feel like it's not enough and and i feel like i want to tell you that you know every minute that you spend with him is noticed and he values each one of those minutes and um you know, that's, that's just, that's just the spirit of religion that's telling you, oh, you didn't spend enough time with dad. You didn't spend enough time with me. Um, you know, you're, you're not a good Christian because you didn't, you, you read one chapter instead of two, or you only spent 10 minutes praying instead of, you know, 20. I mean, that's just a religious spirit. You know, God values every minute of your time that you spend with him. And, um, you just, I just want to encourage you with that. You know, you know, every minute you spend with dad, you get that much closer, you become that much more like him. And then he, he likes it, you know, and that's something that's he been teaching me, you know, going to school is, you know, he values, he values my time. He values me as a son, you know? And, uh, so this has been really great. I, I appreciate all you guys' prayers because like, I can just feel it, you know, when, when you guys are praying for me and, uh, cause there's no way I'd get through this by myself. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? And, um, but it's so good. I'm, I'm so happy, you know, I'm, I'm at where I'm at and what God's called me to. And, um, um, but I, I appreciate you guys' prayers and everything, and just, um, you know, if, I'm I'm on Facebook, so if you guys want to see more of what's going on, you guys can friend me, you know, I like having more friends on Facebook and stuff, so, but, um, anyways, you know, thank you guys all so much, it's good to see you guys, and everything, um, everything, oh my gosh, yeah, one thing I was going to say is, I, the one thing I miss the most, being away here, is giving George hugs, right there, that guy hugs, if you guys need a hug, he gives like some of the best hugs, I'm not even kidding. He was like come uh, like, after me after break, but yeah, he's I miss that. I miss all you guys though so much. It's it's crazy, you know, growing up here and then leaving and um you're not seeing you guys every week. So um you know, it's good to see new faces too and um but anyways, yeah, just God bless you guys and thank you for your prayers and everything and yeah, that's it.